Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 114 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm speaking very fast because everyone here is laughing. I am here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Mary. See, she's laughing. She's laughing as she's talking. I feel like you try to rush through it just so you can put the camera on me as quickly as possible. I'm, it's good. It's good. You're laughing. It's good. It's funny. Yeah. How are you doing today? good doing good well everybody's doing good uh mainly because everybody here is saying really uh, awful things that they can't say off air uh the main and we're is, going live next week which is why i'm terrified <laughs> i'm i'm terrified of that and the laughter you hear is first from our guest host for today introduce yourself sir i am shane cashman i'm the host and author of tales from the inverted world i was going to ask what you did here besides oh i say, always beat you to the punch you know, i'm sorry i was going to ask what you did here besides say vulgar stuff that we can't air <laughs> But apparently, you, you beat me to it. I uh, I research the dark side of the world. Which is where that humor comes from? I think so, yeah. yeah. It's my only way of making sense. And we have a guest today, a second guest Whoop. today. Uh, introduce yourself, sir. Hello, everyone. My name is Dane Font, marketing man extraordinaire, and the patron saint of White Boy Summer. Uh, <laughs> actually, the original patron saint of White Boy Summer has become somewhat of a, a, of a hero here at, at, our, at this company. Um, Chet Hanks is is slowly becoming um, god tier uh, in this community. So uh, I'd love to get him on the show. Yes. Uh, at some point, it's always be... nice to see someone not apologize. Yes. For things they shouldn't have to apologize for. You should never apologize for stuff that you don't have to apologize for. Mary agrees. Mary was. I totally agree. You should never apologize. She takes it to like the other spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> she actually doesn't apologize for things she should apologize <laughs> yeah. for. Uh, which, I like it, which can be a problem, but you know that's it is what it is. So uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We've got to talk about um, what I consider to be just one of the most hilarious microcosms of Hollywood uh, in 2022, which is about a bunch of different actors getting in trouble for varying levels of stupid this shit. Is just guys being yep. dudes and getting canceled for it. Yep, you're you are getting canceled for being you know. It's better than this. It is now <laughs> anti. Really, the industry is now anti-dude, which is a, a which is a problem. Mm. So. We got that. We've got Madonna, and uh, I, I can't wait to hear Mary's take on Madonna's cry for help. I was just thinking that on the way over. Yes. Can't wait for that one. Yes. Uh, we've got that. We've got updates on Amber Heard, which are just, uh, I'm having so much. It, it, I really do believe that we have been, uh, we hit some type of snag, like maybe Russia actually did something that 
like landed in CERN uh, and we had like uh, the Hadron Collider went off and we're in a weird timeline that Amber Heard is like Dude. the most interesting thing going on. They, the world. they switched uh -huh. it. They switched it back <laughs> yeah. on a few weeks ago. Yeah, I, I think. We're you in the sphere right. of strangeness. I, we are I, in the sphere of strangeness. I think that's what we're experiencing right now. So we've got that. We've got Podluck. i got a lot of other stuff to talk about uh, if you guys are ready and you're not going to say anything too awful. No. Um, Why would we do that? I think I'm okay. You're okay? We'll Dane, see. are you okay? Um, Sure. Mary, I need an, an official confirmation for legal purposes. I... <laughs> her okay. left hand her fingers are crossed perfect okay <laughs> all right so let's just go ahead and get right into it the great canceling uh frank do you guys know who, did any of you know who frank langella was i did not okay frank langella uh he's an he's an older actor and by old i mean he he's pretty ancient looking like really old so so this is about an actor named frank langella it's about director carrie fukunaga it's about ben savage and then the follow-up at the end is this bit from brian cox uh that talks about the the comparisons between getting canceled and the concept of McCarthyism, which came around back in was at the 50s, right? Mm. So the the first one, we'll just go through these one by one and just laugh at uh, how ridiculous some of this is. And I, I also want to bring up intimacy coordinators in this one, which is my favorite thing to talk about because Hollywood is just so... Uh, morally bankrupt that was that, my favorite phrase yes. from the article yes okay so <laughs> yeah. frank langella this is in this article is from yahoo entertainment it says frank langella has responded to his firing from netflix's limited series the fall of the house of usher following a misconduct investigation uh, and also remember that this is like a week after bill murray uh like it's just old guys right Got the, ousted by kiki palmer old guys mm. just retired dude mm. it's coming in a, in a lengthy statement written as a guest column for deadline the actor refutes published statements that he fondled a female co-star during a fully clothed love scene filmed march 25th alleging that he only touched the actress's leg a move that was not shown uh, that was not in the show's blocking he also alleges that he was fired for telling an off-color joke calling his co-star baby or honey and giving the young actress uh, young actress a hug or a touch on the shoulder oh, so no. if he had watched any of hollywood in like the last 50 years he would know that if you ever refer to a woman as honey it's being done in a way that's supposed to make the person look derogatory and awful so he he was literally exactly what hollywood like parodies old people as like hey come over here sweetheart toots. uh toots. let me touch your leg <laughs> exactly <laughs> so the, the the funniest part about this is they say it's not in the scenes blocking right now i watched i was watching top gun last night which mm -hmm. i'm getting ready to see maverick and i haven't seen top gun in quite a few years and it's just as awesome yep. uh, as it was the first time i saw it but there was a, a bit that they talked about where tom cruise has a scene where him and it's kelly mcginnis that's the actress who plays charlie's name uh where they have a scene where he like like they're like back going back and forth right and apparently there was a scene where he forgot his word like he forgot his line so he just ad-libbed by kissing her which if that happened now might actually land him in jail <laughs> like and i'm just saying like here's the main difference frank langella <laughs> is an old gross dude yeah. <laughs> Don't and not shame. tom cruise <laughs> this is true uh so and so like she, I just imagine her getting like brushed on the leg and then she's just like, Ew. yeah, yeah. It's, what, what, uh, when I go through all of these, what I find other than like the, the most of these, it's just so bland. The, the Carrie Fukunaga ones, which we'll get to are a little bit more spicy, but not in a legal sense of spicy. He's just kind of a 
piece of crap. And that's, you know, it's Hollywood, which is why people uh, like the people at this table have such an issue with these people being the ones who think that they're the arbiters of morality. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's an industry full of male feminists, which, as we know, are not to be trusted. Never. Like, you should not trust them. Never. Gas station sushi is more trustworthy than <laughs> male feminists. I agree. I love gas station <laughs> but sushi. But beyond that, this is this is an example of the commercialization. That's a really hard word. You got to commercialization. Me. Thank you. Of romance. Yes. See, so. They're putting all these pretty people to hang out with the other pretty people. I mean, not him in particular, but like it, no offense, in a room to like recreate the, these love scenes. And like, obviously, you got to have some intimacy to portray intimacy. Mm -hmm. But how are you going to do it where like the fakest people in the world yep. are, are trying to do it while also competing in this industry that's all about like currency on each other yep because they all compete for the same role it's literally i said it's it's literally like un it's unbridled ambition mixed with uh the uh implication of like what's happened now that we've uh turned me too into a basically what i said was said the me too movement is here mm -hmm. and then modern day identity politics driven uh weirdos who love the sexual sexualization of characters are here and they are running headlong and it will just explode into nothingness because they're antithetical in yeah. what they want. These people want nothing. They, they love stories about sex. Yep. And Hollywood, with all its 10,000 skeletons, uh, that's a low estimate, of, uh, of uh, scandals, poor behavior from executives to actors to everyone involved in the industry. And they're on this collision course where neither will end up winning. I'm surprised they haven't turned their Me Too uh censors on to the writer of the fall of the house of usher yeah right poe who i love what you know what, what, oh he's still, he's he's been can't like has you, he been did canceled you see, uh, as girl did you, poe did you see they, uh canceled his corpse uh well i'm saying like him um who's the dude who uh, the other the gothic uh writer um the from lovecraft hp uh, lovecraft okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah, of them yeah, are yeah. are are canceled retroactively but they're still making the movie Yes. And if we got in our pop culture time machine into the 19th century, we'd see that, uh, you know, Poe, a famous writer at the time, married his 13-year-old cousin, Virginia Clem. Hollywood, Unbelievable. totally normal. Hollywood, totally normal. It's just totally something you <laughs> yeah, should They idealize. like that part. They love that they part. They like that part, yeah. Uh, well, you know who likes that part is, is Kerry Fukunaga. Loves that part because uh, he... Uh, he, what, what was it he said in here, Mary? He said, uh, so first of all, he's accused by um, three women accused the No Time to Die director, Kerry Fukunaga, of manipulation and predatory behavior. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm not going to say that any of his behavior is right, but I am going to say that all his behavior is that of a weird male feminist who uses his platform to uh, project one image well obviously living something completely different uh and in none of it in here is illegal it's just creepy and gross yeah, it is interesting that none of the allegations are really um about like rape they're just about like he said something weird yes so the first one is uh an actress named um this is all stuff that came out because he was like you know anti roe v wade or he's pro roe v wade and so he's making his comments and of course this is why no celebrity should use twitter because they're just waiting for an excuse to bring it back up and says uh now this is from the actress an actress who worked with him named um what was her name? Uh, Rochelle Vinberg. Uh, she accused the 44-year-old Fukunaga of grooming and traumatizing her, saying she has PTSD from their relationship. And now down here, I'm just going to get into the part where uh, they talk about... Uh, she claims that she met Fukunaga the day after she turned 18. 
groomed him after 18. Pretty weird coincidence. Very, very strange. That's I grooming after. It is. Okay. Disgusting. So uh, moving. Uh, it's true. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. uh, groomed after the... This is the same stuff that came out yeah. with Marilyn Manson. And yeah. uh, Rachel... Uh, I always forget her name. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, yeah. That she was uh, an adult when yeah. he groomed her. And, you know, uh, as much as I think his behavior is disgusting and shitty, mm -hmm. I also have to treat everybody like an adult who's yeah. capable of making their own rational decisions. How dare you. Uh, and it says, Vinberg's the star of uh, Crystal Macelle's 2018 film Skate Kitchen... Uh, as well as HBO's popular spinoff Betty claimed that Fukunaga is a groomer and he's been doing this uh, this stuff for years she says that she met the No Time to Die director when a casting director approached her at a skate park in Fukunaga offered to put her in a commercial so obviously I said yes should have maybe done some research first I don't know mm -hmm. maybe I could be wrong maybe, maybe he had a perfect reputation up till then says, she says yeah I was legal Vinberg said on Instagram stating that the relationship lasted from the ages of 18 to 21 but is it right no so my question is, and I'm being, I'm trying to be as, as charitable to all parties involved is who's, uh, is she, does she bear no responsibility in this is at this all? Is this even approaching a claim that she slept with him in exchange for this career opportunity? Doesn't look like it. It just looks like. Or did like she just voluntarily get into message. a relationship with this strange man? And she said she's been in therapy for the past year and was diagnosed with PTSD from this guy. Uh, the therapist wants you to have PTSD because it keeps you coming back. Uh, man, that's something rude. It says, yeah, I was legal. It said, she said the relationship went from 18 to 21. And then the other one was the, it's a pair of uh, twin sisters named Hannah and Kaylin Loesch. Uh, who met Fukunaga on the set of the Netflix series Maniac, posted at length about their own experience with the director. Uh, so basically, he tried to have like a threesome with them and tried that to tell them that incest it's... Incest is okay. It's fine. It's, it's totally fine, says Kerry Fukunaga. Totally normal. Uh, who, who, who... Yeah. It's like, I can't even do an impression of it without my skin crawling, so it's kind of funny. Uh, but uh, in an Instagram post Thursday, Vinberg referenced the Loesch twins story and posted DMs between her and the twins in which she confirmed that Fukunaga attempted to give them a tattoo like the one he gave her at the age of 18 so he brands them and i think marilyn manson did the same oh thing so they're all in the same weird cult uh but my favorite part here is that there was a single paragraph and i'm going to try to be as um charitable again as possible because this paragraph just stuck out to me the way it's phrased it says it's clear that these women are still working through what happened as the Loesch twins wrote we weren't we were not raped fired from a job, or made to do anything physical against our will. So why does it sting so bad now to see this man, the one who we willingly walked away from, propped up as the honorable creator who brought a much-needed feminist twist to an iconic film franchise? It's like, they. Ex maybe this is because we live in a world now where your, uh, your internet personality and your real-world personality are at odds more often because you're just online. You're probably online more than you are in the real world mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, and people are uh, starting to realize that maybe it's an awful thing when somebody who's held up as this icon or has this particular persona online uh, or in, in known circles then turns out to be a different person uh, in the real world, and they're like, but does that constitute what they're saying he did uh, it, like the because they're making it seem like he did something really awful, and all he did was be a human no, piece but, of garbage. But well, that doesn't mean that uh, nobody is uh, exactly who they portray themselves to be online. But I think this is a particularly egregious example because he's online preaching about how he supports yeah. women and right. like jostling against the the Roe v. Wade award. controversy, and uh, you know trying to be this like feminist filmmaker 
And he is actually like kind of predatory against women. Like Like, maybe he didn't do anything illegal, but he'll do anything up to that line. Yep. Here's what I'm saying. It's like uh, so many times in these corporate settings, because like, we could we could like pretend that Hollywood's like this create creative utopia of uh, utopia. By the end of the day, we know it's a business. In so many of these businesses, the people that let's say win award for teamwork, the people that win awards for whatever for programming, are always the people that do so only in optics, <clears throat> never in actual like attempt, hard work, or anything. Is the the person that in optics seems like he or she is like oh teamwork oh let's this be better together yeah <coughs> except for I, they give sarcastic coughs when they're doing it. let's be better together <laughs> i i agree and i think sometimes the people who cry victim are doing the same thing the I, optics of the victimhood i don't want to like lump this story <laughs> in with the frank langella one because that. or the he's Fred literally Fabricant. a harmless old man who totally. thought that he was just doing a scene yeah and then they freaked out it. on him and like i mean the whole idea to begin with of an intimacy coordinator is so like that does not seem like something that would be in old hollywood it wouldn't because people used to you know actually understand human interaction and now Mm -hmm. we're like yeah they don't actually socially stunted to the point where we you need to be told like as an actor Mm -hmm. you put your hand here and you like get this this many Mm -hmm. inches away from her face like and then you have to expect that to look natural yeah Yeah. listen to bjork like her her video for all is full of love yes it's it's one of my favorite videos but it's just two robots making out and you can see like all the wires that make it happen when i hear of intimacy coordinator that's all i see and like the fact that uh, Hollywood pretends to be the most liberal, yes. accepting, free love, whatever. Like, well, more art. They think they're moral arbiters, which is a problem. I, I one thing is funny about the whole intimacy coordinator thing is that it lists their job descriptions, which I. It's just. Uh, it says, so it says all staff and actors are aware of the context of the intimacy as part of the story. Communication is about the intimacy takes place among participants and avenues for reporting harassment are available. Actors continuously consent to all scenes of intimacy. And I'm thinking about this. And are I'm, they lawyers? Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking about this. And I'm, I don't know if they're no, they're not lawyers. I feel like they it's, should you be. have to get accreditation to do this job now, though. Uh-huh. Um, mm. so, you have to, so but what I think is funny about this is you take <laughs> an industry that has weaponized a complaint in weaponized victimhood Mm -hmm. and you take the most ambitious people backstabbing people Mm -hmm. on the face of the planet and you're giving them literally the easiest way to do this in history Mm -hmm. uh nobody will like they they fight like like what they did to fred savage they fired him for just inappropriate conduct which means being which just means that he was kind of a jerk yeah, those, uh, like that, those words rude. mean nothing. And there was uh, there was something about how he like uh, he got accused of something when he was like sixteen for sexual assault, and it, even his old like his TV mom backed him up that it was Dude. like uh, when when Frank wrote in his letter, which is hilarious to me. If you did you guys read yeah. what he wrote about when he I I've been canceled. Is that yes. how I imagine? Oh yeah. Old yeah. man walks out on stage for monologue. Yes. I've been canceled. Uh, <laughs> what does that but, mean again? He can't believe it. But he it was ridiculous. It was but an it was, first of all, screw him though, because oh, he should have been talking about it. You know, two years ago when this is becoming like the first pandemic. Well, Hollywood. me and Mary have been talking. It's, it's being turned into a product. It's a product. But anyway, like the way he talks about um, uh, oh, I spent eight hundred dollars. You know, to get through this. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. But anyway, 
Yeah. What I want to get at is how he says this is un-American. And when I hear all these stories in a way, Brett, how you're describing that, um, this world now that seems dystopian to me is that it is un-American because there's no more, it, it's all court of public opinion. There's yep. no more like actual uh, quote unquote justice as much as I hate hearing that word these days, but I still do appreciate the actual justice. Well, Brian Cox says he calls it, he calls it a virus and it's much like, much it like modern day McCarthyism. It's beyond that though. It's not just that it's Maoism because yeah. Mao destroyed culture and history thousands of years of chinese culture to recreate it under his image of marxism and this is what that is where you're these intimacy coordinators and everyone who feels beholden to complain about every little thing that happens to them it's you destroying them and since we're not assassinating people like we did in the 60s all the time we're character assassinating them because like what you said mm -hmm. everyone's identities are uploaded onto the internet and that's where everything matters these days so this is what we're seeing is the assassination of of your character throughout the web you don't they take the food out of your mouth and to me, that's Maoism, yeah. which is worse than McCarthyism. I don't think it's American on American or anything. This is this is like a sub economy now. Mm -hmm. Like oh, it's there, there beyond are that now, right? Like the economy. Some, <laughs> unfortunately, truly, like there's some people that literally all they do is this grift. Yeah, like the the whatever reply guys like. <laughs> They they they'll move bring from him back. One, they'll move from one <laughs> end to another. Like it's but it used to be the him reply guys, but now it's just the reply guys. Yeah. And and the implication is they see something and they latch onto it in, in a critical form just to draw people that hate. Mm -hmm. And that is like the modern day business model for like attention. It's wild. I mm -hmm. think though, and I know we're not getting there yet, so I don't want to jump ahead, but I just want to say it now, um, is the way this herd debt case might play out will maybe have an effect on the way these types of articles and these types of accusations are made. Um, the, we'll they, they talk about, the, they said they started using intimacy coordinators because of the rise of the Me Too movement and increased awareness of abuses of power in film and TV uh, that have created for intimacy, a demand for intimacy coordinators on set. It's but what so I'm, crazy how like the goalposts of Me Too shifted yeah. into that when like it had the potential to actually call out the abuse that is still, right. still going on the that no one is allowed to talk about. Yep. The Carrie Fukunaga one is the closest thing you could call that's, to what you're that's seeing That's not here. even approaching uh, what I no. am referencing, no. right. but like- Like actual- They're just bad people. Like, uh, the intima intimacy coordinator thing is just like, so disturbing because it's showing that like they are conditioning us into like being just as repressed Have as you... they are and like just as puritanical as they are they're not but they're also like sex obsessed right. that's in, what i'm like, saying they're they're a voyeuristic it's a manner, facade yeah but yeah. like it's like hyper sexualization of all of the media that they're creating but like sapped of all libido and like everything yeah. human. I think so you just have sexual drive and fear. Like yes. everything human that yes. they are showing is like sapped of the humanity. Yes, right. It's, they thrive on making people feel those that that tear it tears you it's away. Really in the just, it's about like pointing at the viewer and being like, You're the monster. Yeah. There's like <laughs> yeah, all the exactly. things that I've liked in the last year have been the simplest stories. And they tell very, very traditional themed. <laughs> the story is not necessarily traditional, but mm -hmm. the themes of it are traditional. We're going to talk about Scarlet Witch in Doctor in Doctor Strange at the end of the mm -hmm. thing because people are talking about how it should have been a a movie about Scarlet Witch. I said, yeah, because she was like a um um a mother obsessed. She wanted to be a mom. Yeah. 
like mm. which is a very human thing to want to be but they want to put all of that so far on its head they're so obsessed with the concept of subversion mm -hmm. that they forgot how to make regular entertainment uh and what is <laughs> funniest about this part is that like you said sex obsessed people yep. with uh predatory people and they're clashing and they have no idea what to do because it ends up failing for everyone preaching virtue mm -hmm. and which is the, the craziest thing like the like the demons among us are like here's how we actually act mm -hmm. you know like no mm -hmm. yep no oh. and they and they talk about this all the time uh when euphoria came out they were talking about the nudity in euphoria in euphoria and one of the things i point out is like the actors in that show are of age but they're portraying kids yeah i don't watch that show for that reason you feel like you're the weirdo yeah. like you're a creep for watching this yeah. when really like the people behind the scenes who produce things like this are involved in the actually like vulgar, disgusting. There's one girl behavior. in the real life. In real in life. Real life. So yeah. here's the here here's the Fritz. Yes. I just want to I just want to mention the because what we're talking about is so severe in topic, meaning like sexualization, yep. rape, uh, all these things that come Accu false accusations. But, and then and then when you talk about the Fred Savage one, it says recently we were made aware of allegations of inappropriate conduct by Fred Savage and his and as his policy an investigation was launched upon its completion the decision was made to terminate his employment as an executive producer and director of the wonder years uh i also think there's a certain point there's a certain group of people here that love watching your heroes die they love the idea of tearing down everything it's about that was tearing in, down the past yes uh they they want you to hate yes. yourself they want you to hate everything you yes. loved growing up and i want to know they, they keep talking about abuses of power i want to know where does abuse of power end and just bad human interactions take over well it, what is how do you even define bad human interaction because people hear that we it's, have different ideas of what that even means and this so is where my my That's truth this is where my truth becomes a problem because right. this happened with aziz ansari right uh and his you know he said she says it was coercive he says it was a bad date right uh and as we all know the truth usually ends up being somewhere closer to the middle because everyone frames mm -hmm. their story in a way that looks more favorably yeah. on them but you have to manipulate it to get your narrative across so you can sell yep. whatever crap you're selling exactly this is just another you know campaign ad just so, for example like us four in particular we make a lot of fun of each other like a lot a lot a lot and there's a there's some people that i can do that with and there's some people that you absolutely can't here it's appropriate behavior mm -hmm. it's like you know when yep. shay was walking up the stairs I, was, I can't wait for him to call me like stupid or something like i couldn't wait <laughs> you know you're and lucky same. that's all it is yeah you're lucky <laughs> and, <laughs> i think i think the mccarthyism part i think he's speaking more about uh racial racialized uh I, I think he's thinking of it more in that context i don't know if he's talking Did he about say that? no but i i imagine that he's probably more uh, uh i think he more so just means like political differences um it, yeah, it's, it's interesting that he brings it up because he um is from succession and they had beloved dasha on that show my angel <laughs> whose whose podcast is named red scare ironically oh yeah that um, podcast i think he understands better than, oh, than yeah. most yeah. people in hollywood yeah. that it's it's about like political i i get what he's saying though because mccarthyism was a wave of paranoia yeah that was running rampant through hollywood through, through politics he says it's a kind of modern day mccarthyism really cox told the host of the so-called witch hunt uh in which celebs are excommunicated from hollywood for certain actions and opinions it is kind of uh is kind of raid on people's sensibilities in order to reduce them and make them i don't know there is so much hypocrisy in the whole thing yeah he's like he's absolutely right he's he, they i mean they are all uh massive hypocrites people as... know how like messed up they are on the inside and are afraid of it yep mm -hmm. he mentions he says i'm not religious but there is a thing in the bible where it says let he who he or she 
Uh, does it say he or she in the Bible? I'm guessing it doesn't. <laughs> no. That was very politically correct, Mr. Cox. I'm not sure if I agree with that. But wokeness isn't paranoia. Wokeness hey, is we know exile. women do no wrong. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit of both. Uh, I think there's. But I think they is, want paranoia. It ends in exile. It's paranoia yeah, that ulti- ends with exile. Exactly. Yes. Like if I was an actor and I was, to- I would, I would say no to sex scenes. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. If I, if but wouldn't that make you difficult to work with? I would rather be so difficult. Sex. I would rather be uh, difficult to work with. They can you. They can work with. You can work behind the scene, like behind the scenes that might yeah. give you. Val Kilmer was considered difficult to work yeah, with. I, every time I'm in a sex scene, I want it to be a train through a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so a difficult to work with actor can still get roles. You never seen those sex scenes? So, I was like, somebody who is somebody who is considered uh uh what was the word you used earlier? Rapey uh on set. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should who, say that on whose YouTube, hands but... wander Not just a little too much. Uh, you know, like that's look. It's a real thing. Getting labeled difficult to work with in the industry gives you problems in the industry. Getting labeled uh all those other things gives you problems in the real world. So uh, if I was them, I would lock myself in my trailer. I would I would play video games and wait for call time. And I would and I would not shoot stuff like that because they've made it untenable again, though. The problem is we have such these these problems can't be solved anymore. I feel like because our definitions of what's bad, what's difficult are so different that we can't we're in two separate universes when it comes to this. So safe as you might want to play it, it's it's it might not ever work out even if you play it safe. you could be frank langella and accidentally touch a woman's leg because you're 75 and your arm spasmed and, and that's not what actually happened. Absolutely. I, yeah. he was actually trying to act out a scene where there's intimacy right that's what i'm saying the solution is in an never organic avo- way mm-hmm. the solution <laughs> is never avoiding anything the solution is never if you okay so let's say okay let's avoid this let's just let this old man get canceled yada yada next subject i'm saying if i was an actor not if i was me. no right if but I, like yeah you're you're not so but like what i'm saying brett is like you're not solving the problem you're avoiding it because like remember you don't have to actually do anything to get like exiled by these people you you silence is violence right so that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like we you have to then not be violent and speak up you have to destroy their bad ideas and their false accusations yeah it has to that's why these people should have spoken up earlier when they saw it happening to other actors whether you know when it was just false accusations that's why i'm mad at this stuff because it's like now when i see two old men talking about cancel culture it's like my grandma sending me a spam email for about something that was popular 10 years ago but the solution is contextualizing that's what i feel like the solution to all this is is like no actually that's not what it happened is like me and her were recreating a scene my hand was here like and whatever if you come off like your energy wrong like so be it but like like there's some people that will see your reprehension to the moment and you're like moral like disgust it's like no that's not what happened Mm -hmm. and slowly but surely that's what starts getting people's like no no no, that seems like a stand-up guy or stand-up gal i think mary's got a good point about like how they are actually maybe working actively to make you conflict have this conflicted feeling of like repression mm-hmm. as like because you know how horrible they are look clearly a lot of these people are horrible and like so and but the art is so sterile mm-hmm. and i hate the phrase cancel culture i really like it's just another phrase that means nothing anymore so but but just to make it easier i think cancel culture is the death of art because you're afraid to make any good art and you're supposed to resonate with the art instead of like this weird repression thing that they want you to have in your in your soul not repressed they just constantly show sexuality but it's like they're so tasteless with it's it. showing show it. sexuality but sapping it of anything human and anything libidinal mm. that that people can actually relate to right. it's supposed to make you feel like a freak for even looking at it right right it's just more porn 
right. from, it is from Hollywood. <laughs> it That's all it is. It's, uh, it is true that I, I do feel that the art has been so um, zapped of any <clears throat> type of actual um, realness now that uh, it all feels empty and hollow. Uh, we were watching Doctor Strange, and I, I just mentioned, like, there was this, I don't know if it's because it's CGI, but it's just something about it felt so hollow and meaningless to me. Like in the context of if you read the story on paper, it might actually resonate with you heavily. But just seeing the way it's portrayed yeah. felt so empty like to me. Like the intention is to blow you away with all of these like spectacular visuals. Yeah. And it was just this big huh. gruel of right. like CGI. That's, that's why I call that stuff fast food. <laughs> yeah. film. Like because like I, and I, I enjoy it and it doesn't mean like I hate it or anything. But it's like it's either vapid because they uh like a committee of writers yeah it's all writing by committee have either wanted to avoid everything that could possibly offend any one end or country or they know like um you know we have to you know adhere to a certain narrative or, or this movie won't do well it's, it's worse than fast food it's like those uh it, it's like those air air filled chips that are like it's, <laughs> From it's airplanes like like no it's it's like the ones it's like uh i don't even know what they're called but they, they they're disgusting and they like it's literally negative food because it just evaporates <laughs> it's like it's a just, packing peanut yeah. yeah it's exactly yeah. yeah exactly Native right yes. corn starch. Yeah, exactly. but they're shoving it in your mouth special <laughs> effects are fireworks they're beautiful to look at they're all stunning substance is sunlight mm -hmm. it gives you life you mm -hmm. can't go without it and we are this is an industry that's all fireworks it's all sydney sweeney's titties mm -hmm. it's all that it doesn't yeah. have go, go any on. substance to yeah. it mm -hmm. and that's why despite the fact that you're trying to give me all these fireworks i don't feel the warmth no, of it because like they've made it all fireworks so nothing means anything anymore right it's like if they, it's there's nothing to be relative to it mm -hmm. if you're only getting the good stuff all the time it's like you're just snorting mountain dew <laughs> whoa okay i'm not endorsing I, anything here i don't even know how to get i'm just gonna segue out of the topic Cancel now because i don't even know shake. what i think about, uh, okay. come for me <laughs> speaking of somebody who's in, in need of a little bit of help if, if all of these hollywood celebrities are in need of like severe help and, and maybe a little bit of guidance uh there's one who is actively searching for that and that is madonna of course. Madonna is searching for that right now. Uh, she says so. She says, Madonna asks for an urgent meeting with the Pope to discuss her blasphemous behavior. First of all, I love the idea that I could one day be well known enough where I don't just go to my local priest. Yeah. I just hit up the Pope on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, that's what I want. I want, like, so if, if I get a pain in my knee, yeah. I want to just be able to call Dr. Oz yeah. and not. You know, I know. Or, I, I read an article that they actually did meet and uh, they drank each other's blood for ritual purposes. Hmm. Sounds you, real. Are you insinuating that we're not currently moving the culture? As far as I know, on a very popular episode of Pop Culture Crisis last Tuesday, Brett said, very popular, everyone loved it. <laughs> Brett said to Amber Heard directly, Hey, I need you to wear black. Next day on trial, what happened? She wore, she wore black. black. What happened? She talked you know how many colors there are? <laughs> <laughs> she could have worn anything. Yeah. You're supposed to wear blue at trial anyway. That's all I'm saying. So it says, Madonna has reached out to the Catholic Church to try and mend fences. The singing icon has written to the big guy himself, the Pope, not God, asking for an audience with the head of the religion on Earth. Uh, with the head of the religion on Earth. Uh, the Earth's religion. The Like a Prayer <laughs> artist reached out to His Holiness Pope Francis on Twitter. Hello. Uh, now, how you said it's Pontifex? Pontifex. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Francis, I'm a good Catholic, I swear. I mean, I don't <laughs> swear. 
the queen of pop wrote uh i i do like that they reference like a prayer in like the when they're using their song names hannah claire would have been very proud of that uh it has been a few decades since my last confession would it be possible to meet up with one day to discuss some some important matters i've been excommunicated three times it doesn't seem fair didn't happen by the way did not did, never did, happened. didn't happen really no okay i just want to know like like if there was any person like any group of people in need like where i would actually pay money to be able to hear the confessional it would be hollywood celebrities oh my god if if it wasn't so awful you know and uh at that point can you even examine your own conscience well yeah, enough yeah that would be like a thin line between <laughs> confessional and to catch a predator well that's what i'm saying like, <laughs> like people would like if, if one day <laughs> if the church is ever hurting for money they could turn this into a live episode a live show That'd where they change their voice and then they're like so and so worked on this yeah and then they just go and <laughs> mary's just like no they will not they cannot do that that is very bad defiling I, i'm kidding i'm kidding so it says although fans have loved the singer for her unfiltered self expression over the decades the vatican hasn't always appreciated her creative vision i wonder why i thought sexy jesus from like a prayer brought more people to the church that's you would th it's kind of like top gun where right. where it uh it basically was a navy recruitment right, tool right sexy jesus was just uh it's trying to get sinners to, to convert. they didn't like that video i mean that video got a lot of flack well, burning crosses do you guys see hamlet too sexy jesus no no oh my god all right we'll talk about that later Next time, he brings up something on air that he can't talk about on air. Thanks, it's a, Dane. It's a really funny movie, and they have a song that's called like, uh, like, that, 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 something about like Jesus, like summer body Jesus or something, and it's hilarious. That's all I want. So it's, it's that's it's, what I'm going for this summer. You're getting it, man. Yeah, thank you. So it says, although fans have loved the singer for her unfiltered self-expression over the decades, the Vatican hasn't always appreciated her creative vision. Admittedly, you can sort of connect the dots with how they would be offended by certain songs. It all kicked off with the 1989 video for Like a Prayer, which featured burning crosses and, erot and, an, and an erotic depiction of Jesus. Then there was the 1990 Blonde Ambition tour, which featured gyrating nuns. See, <laughs> if I was the Pope... That shit really pisses me off, because nuns are like... Going Horrible. out of their way in like dedicating their lives to you not sexualizing them, and we're still doing it. It's like hella rapey. Seems like something Hollywood does a lot. It's uh, sexualizing things, people, and stuff that <laughs> should not be sexualized. Well, nuns are some of the like worst children. people in the world. Yes. So yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. What about Sister Act? Are we okay with that? Um, I mean, it was cute, I guess. Okay. I don't know. They didn't, did they twerk in Sister Act? I forget. <laughs> no, thankfully. <laughs> I've never seen it. Maybe twerking the reboot. Didn't exist yet. Yeah, will. the reboot. Is that a movie? Yeah. <laughs> no, Whoopi Goldberg got canceled. So true, true. She's back at work. She's been yeah, that was, a, that was like a half-life. <laughs> that was cancel. not a can Like, if anything's not a canceling, it's it's what happened to Whoopi Goldberg. Right. That's, that, that was a two-week vacation. <laughs> Paid uh, vacation. Hi, Madonna. I am a Catholic priest. Do you know what excommunication means? Just checking. Praying for you. Uh, and, and Mary also has strong feelings about priests need to get off of Twitter. For real. Stop having Twitter accounts. It's so yes. embarrassing. You should put that on a shirt. So undignified. Super cringe. Please stop. Uh, Super cringe. Is there anybody who would like necessarily go to Twitter to find like a Pope's opinion? Or, uh, Sadly, a, 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 yes. A, a pri <laughs> no, I'm saying a pro or like a priest's opinion. Yes. Uh, yes? Yes. Yeah? And uh, they get a big ego boost out of it, I'm sure. That's, uh, well, you know. That's, is there some pros to it, though? Cause like I I can I don't know about Twitter but like on one. YouTube there I can think of a few on YouTube sure because you can just to. post and and go and not be interacting with people but Twitter yeah. is all about like throwing yourself into the pit yeah with everyone yeah. I also like the idea that Madonna like gets this 
like this tweet from some no-name priest and she's like i'm not dealing with you right like Where's sorry big guy? i'm only I'm, dealing with the she, big this guy. is literally exactly how she dealt with like dennis rodman yeah. i'm gonna fly you around the world so I, I can get impregnated by you yeah and i'm gonna talk to the pope via what? twitter that's how she did dude look it up and then in two and, and, like she didn't end up getting it i would i would love to see somebody make like a re a, a pope a pope reacts channel where the pope watches madonna in like milk bath and all the weird stuff she does and just and it's you don't have to see the video you just see the faces the pope is making while he's watching her do her creepy madonna thing on social Petition media for pope to do it on ig live she is becoming so creepy she's online. a lizard person um confirmed it's like britney but without the endearing the, aspect i was gonna say he it would be a channel where he just reacts to madonna and britney spears instagram but stuff. like when britney does it she's like spinning in circles like she seems like she's having fun or whatever. stoned out of her mind yeah the but then like when madonna does it she's just like Fair. creepily it's getting scary. way too close to the camera like it's when scary. when madonna does it looks like she's actually trying to cast a spell on you and turn you into a yeah. cult member for do we know what madonna wants to repent for any ideas i mean she pulls I mean, out like a she could start with her stage name since it's mock yes oh there you Mary. go i didn't know that oh yeah can you tell people for, for uh, madonna is the title for mary it's lady mary's our lady and she has many titles but madonna is is one of them like madonna and child is mm -hmm. is a depiction of Mary with the baby Jesus. Oh yeah. Is the FR father for Father Matthew yeah. P. Schneider? So it says he he's got the Ukrainian flag, he's got a blue check mark. He 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 checks all the boxes we know that, enough. that Madonna might need to talk to him. It <laughs> says I don't know if the Pope himself can meet with you, but I can find a priest near where you are to help you. Just DM me if you need help or have questions. I love that. That's like, the beginning of a rom-com. Slide, slide into my priest DM. I yeah. hate that it's responding <laughs> sincerely to something that was so blatantly mocking the so you, church. You believe she's mocking the church? Yes, and only doing so because this is this was it's my Madonna. take, which I wrote down earlier. It's, it's that, like, this is the ultimate sign that she is just a spiritual baby boomer. Because if you <laughs> think that rebelling or appearing to rebel against the Catholic church or even against uh, wasp, like predominant wasp culture. What is that? I don't is know what that means. Like Without, white Anglo-Saxon yeah. Protestant okay. culture okay. is like actually subversive. You are just like hopelessly out of touch yeah. with what is actually considered cool these days yeah putting anything on twitter like you are a baby boomer yeah. if you think that that's like cool and subversive and artistic spiritual oh, baby boomer Mary, Mary, it's like parallel economies is what i'm saying like we, we belong to a different economy to where i was like oh my god like you're so lame and cringe but like i'm telling you for their people she's like yes like oh my god it's just it seems so detached from reality yeah. it is and she has been Another, uh, yeah. most of her career and i, I and like she a lot is of her a has-been she, she is those are the sides i liked into the groove oh yeah that was good i mean that's about it she'll probably perform that with the pope and elton john at like a papa show. please preach Sa sacrilegious <laughs> things aside Sorry, like young show. madonna was actually like a very incredibly charming i don't know like young madonna was very, very i mean she was very you know she, yeah, she was, didn't look like a lizard yet she was yeah. a one thing <laughs> and plus, i mean like right she not, didn't evolve it's not that she yeah. wasn't talented it's that she represented a time right who she knows was, what they did to her the mm. so you if know it's even her don't get me started somebody on else yeah yep. Yes. See, and then you just look at other old Madonna posts. And I'm like, gee, I wonder what the Pope would say about that. I have no idea. Uh, I, I don't think he. I don't think he wants to look at that. I don't think the Pope has any interest. It's in just at that. this point, I'm tired of it because, like, 
come up with a new vibe. It's not that I am like so, oh, I'm so scandalized like as a Catholic by your blasphemy. No, it's just like if you think that being subversive against uh, the church or like religious authorities or some like vague sense that there's like this yeah. big white guy in the sky that's oppressing everyone like like just come up with a new vibe because this one is tired and overdone oh yeah and it appeals only to like gen x at the, at the youngest mm -hmm. but like everyone older than that who still think that the church no has, one like, else thinks hard... that there's still yeah. a foothold yeah like right. at all it's so weird no, when the, i see people who say stuff like it's that punching like, down the new cathedral is the me too movement and the ideal ideologues yeah say that right now uh, like it's not it's not social justice like, like that is you become a muslim then <laughs> like new shirt that, idea then like be subversive and rebellious against the catholic church come up with a it's new been, vibe i am done. begging you no but it's like when i saw Lil Nas X video where he's twerking on the devil. Yeah, I'm like, like, I've seen this. Who is yeah, this it's for? Like, already. Like, who it's, is this I think for? He's from a, I think we he's had from a, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, so brave. Right. Like right. that was done. Thank you. I think you. he's from a religious family. Lil Nas. Yeah, but doesn't even. But so he's he's trying to subvert his own family and his own background. Yeah. But like that imagery of like doing what Marilyn Manson did, uh, which is what I, I really loved Marilyn Manson when I was in eighth grade. Like yeah. that was great. But it felt like you were actually subverting something. But even now, looking back, I don't think he was subverting anything. No, it's a product. It's still a product that's being but sold. At to least you. back then, it was still somewhat like yeah. new to the see. And you're like, oh my goodness. But now it's like everyone does that. It's old. Get a new vibe, like Mary said. Like yeah. now these you have frank and frank frank savage whatever the guy's name is there's fred savage somewhat whatever i'll the new, put them together the new counterculture <laughs> would be like some celebrity like waiting till marriage and then getting married at right. 21 or like the new counterculture would be like catholic punk music or something right. like that's literally happening there is I a agree. scene or, of like like incel core like doomer core Catholic and that's been around musicians but it was like, always lambasted right like there was like metal bands who were like quote-unquote christian and they'd be like oh that's silly but that is the counterculture mm -hmm. now right this is the counterculture right now what we're doing yeah. right like the counterculture is going against that cathedral of these ideologues who are controlling you know hollywood and the art you see and all that crap yep. um so yeah try to try to turn your ire against the things that are really destroying art and the individual is it's music the way back for for most of the, I feel like music gets more um, leeway. Music is depends. done. Music it is depends done. where you Maybe get your not music. because all dead. music mm. is accessible now, and it's kind of impossible for anything to be underground. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no underground. That's that, true. Well, there is. There's SoundCloud rappers, and it's like when you're under a yes. certain amount of followers. But even then, it's like you're a click away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not hard. Like you're not selling CDs out of a trunk anymore. Yeah. You're, right. You're slinging downloads on on your mm -hmm. on your social media right. platform. Some of those people probably have a more a, a more uh, fervent fervent audience than people who have a huge label backing them. Yep. You know, because mm. those those things are dead. Art is dead, but in the same way like that Nietzsche said, God is dead. Didn't yeah. mean like the art itself is dead, but to society god and or art today is dead that's what i mean yeah i think that's the case but also because the internet has democratized everything it's still out there it might revive like three days like from the cave you know but like right now as it is it's dead I daddy just, yeah, in terms in terms of the way the mainstream uh newspapers and all that and online blogs write about it it looks dead we but have, if you look enough i think there is a very lively art and music scene we have art simulacra we have like meeting simulacra like we don't have the real thing anymore we have fireworks for everything 
Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. Everything's a corpse. Everything is uh, Everything's a, a shell of what you. Well, it's because there's 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 no feeling of like like you're subverting or like you're part of a community anymore because the community's worldwide uh, right. and all of it's uh, a product immediately. Right. Uh, it doesn't feel like you're doing it just uh, because you love what you're doing. You're doing it because you're selling a product but to people. Mm -hmm. That's not bad necessarily. And here, here's something for my geek. I'm saying it feels inorganic most of the time. But yeah. It, so I, I I play a lot of video games. I play a lot of card games, and I used to. Compete like at a pretty high level, and like it was always beautiful when you would play someone from a different country, and it's like this country like heavily relies on they all believe on this card because their guy uses this card, whereas uh, in our country like we'd use this. So like like the cultures and the clash. So like that now we're trying to we're like developing like in co at least in competitive and in arts like you can take it to the next level because like now there there really is no more secrets mm -hmm. like be, be, there, there used to be this like mentality of like save it for nationals mentality where you would save your best shit for nationals but you there's you can't do it anymore every day is nationals yes exactly <laughs> every day everything is lightning or light fireworks mm -hmm. every day is nationals uh it all feels so like i i've been starved You're for silly. something that feels more um real and uh organic and it just doesn't seem to come in as terms much of music i still find things yeah oh no i you find know? amazing music all the time but i'm just saying yeah. like i'd find it and they have and they still have like at the low end several you know 30 40 50 thousand followers on on youtube or oh something yeah like i that. don't yeah i don't even look at that but, stuff but if i i can find things that resonate with me on a deep level but it's hard it's tough finding like tv TV or, or film oh, is it possible and that's why i fear for uh, feel for you because i know you're a fil film buff yep i know you love the scene construction you this love, is why you these love guys the audio. pop culture crisis i know but like i know brett in particular like i you know we, we met before the show and like he just like freaking loves it and like since everything's simulacra like you won't get like what you like of like the the analyzing of like oh my god the, the imagery the metaphor like that's that and that it, it why it's that it's because like the area where it should be is in like independent films but independent films all they freaking care about is like seeming independent all they care about is having that little weird scene where mm -hmm. like this happened like you have to know we're independent because we're gonna throw yeah, in this yeah, ridiculous yeah. scene because we smoked a cigarette ironically like <laughs> yeah yeah so that is the hardest part they played about the shins that is uh, i don't know if they have the money to, the shins, to license i don't know what that shins. means oh man that's because we're 40. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're kidding. I'm you're kidding. 40. I'm, I'm almost 40. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> three years away. So we, we will, we'll see where it goes, but you're right. Like the hardest part is like it, it, when I see movies being so empty and devoid of all actual con like meaning and um, feel it bums me out because it's what I loved about the art yes. form. Even kids TV shows, yeah. which I watch a lot of, cause I have a five year old. Yeah. He only watches things from the seventies and eighties now. Oh, that's cause like that's awesome. nothing today is good. That's awesome. And it's got, it's steeped in ideology, ideology. I can't say that word today, but the new stuff. Well, if it's the not ideological, stuff, it's literally just AI generated. Yeah. It's just like flashes. That's a future for, president. You a I'm telling you, like he's going to have <laughs> such a leg up on everyone. Yeah. It's, 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 it's scary, but yeah, I mean, you have to go back to those things. Cause there is still that feeling even in those old, like Scooby-Doo's, which I love mm -hmm. guys. It's in it's video there. games. It's the only, it's the only place where it's left yep. because you know what? No one can play for you. Yep. Mm -hmm. No one can choose the characters for you. No one can equip but, it. No one can do the actions. But for are you. they creating worlds that are free enough? Yeah. Like, and they're not like and constrained stories. to the laws of whatever they're, they're trying to, you know, cage that world in. Be a lot of it is Asian people that have pejorative names for for Americans just like this, like ba Baizu or whatever. Baitua. Baitua. Like the, those people that are mocking us, as they should, <laughs> by the way.
Like they're making culture. Like the world didn't give up on culture. No, we just did. Right. No, it feels uniquely American to be homogenized and empty now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I wow. see, oh my god, I, I find a lot of context in, or like a lot of, like I follow a lot of uh, Instagrams from people who skate in other countries, mm-hmm. uh, and most of them, it seems so vibrant and. Uh, undamaged compared mm-hmm. to what we have undamaged. here yeah. yeah we're the new lost generation like yeah. that that generation of people who were who inherited the world of world war one they call the lost generation because they had a sense of meaninglessness oh. and i feel like we're there too like there's a lot of nihilism going on today because they're disconnected from i'm going to look at the catholic in the room because they're disconnected from religion you know and like i think be, having that disconnect makes you uh hate yourself that's really. how marketing began by and the way with nihilism all marketing is nihilism no it, it like literally like abu- abusing former vets is like they, oh. they would come home like it, like half their bodies and half their souls and they'd be like you know why you're sad young man it's not because you were in war it's because you don't spend enough time with your wife because you go out to the river wash your clothes get this washing machine dang dang they just exploited their uh... yeah this is like, i'll do anything go wash at home you know like mm. And where we've ran from there. Late stage capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyways, we're gonna, we're gonna move on. I need a washing machine. It's <laughs> a doomsday episode. We're today. all gonna like check our phones later, and there's gonna be like ads for washing machines. <laughs> yeah. our phones, yeah, exactly. Because our phones are listening to us yeah. right now. Consume. Yeah. Must consume. All right. All right. What is Amber Heard sniffing as she testifies on the trial on on the trial versus Johnny Depp? Don't you just pull out a tissue and start smelling it? Yes. Uh, who doesn't just smell their tissues? That's what, uh, I know that when I was, you know, in my worst years of drug abuse, I sniffed a lot of tissues because um, of the tears, right? Yeah. Okay. So I the, the 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 thumbnail I have already created for this uh, for this segment is called the the Great Amber Heard Cocaine in Court. Uh, conspiracy. Beautiful. I do not believe she's snorting cocaine but in the courtroom. But if she is, you've got to applaud her. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just for like having the balls I to know. do that on TV. She's like, I don't think that's what she's doing. I uh, I don't know how much you guys know about old Hollywood, but there is an old school trick to being able to, being able to get yourself to cry on camera, and that is to put menthol in your fingertips and dab at your eyes. Oh. And I think, and I think, and they, and they pointed out in this article that I think what they did, what she did, because they they mentioned that she did not. Um, she did not. Uh, I went to three camera again. I apologize, Shane. Uh, uh, it's okay. They, uh-huh. they did not. Uh, they did not. She did not take Kleenex from the Kleenex box. She had it in her sleeve. Oh. So I think that she had uh, it. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying oh, it God, seems think- like a reasonable solution mm-hmm. or or conclusion that she had. Uh, if, if she's an actor, she knows acting methods that you know mm-hmm. she needs to help get her point across. And what we're really learning is that Johnny Depp is just a better actor. That's than exactly how I feel. Yes. Tinfoil bread. Yes, did I Johnny knew that they Depp would come. Did Johnny Depp ever cry on the uh, stand? He didn't have to. He 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 beat him with uh, he warmth. More jolly and and than uh, he, relatable. Oh. Uh, yeah. So he's he beat them in the PR battle. Johnny mm-hmm. Depp is winning, and it is the la- it is like the most the support for Johnny Depp and the hatred for Amber Heard is given our discussion that we just had. Maybe the most organic thing I've seen in like the last five because years Dude, yes. people are tired yep. of belligerent lying women <laughs> yes as I said. so, yes. so my clearly as from our first segment yep. and i'm gonna yeah. come and i'm gonna come back to this article and i said the the evidence that i saw of this was this great one where it says um uh amber heard's imdb page reads amber turd <laughs> 
Okay. So that only happens when somebody like some mad lad on on 4chan was like like had admin access and managed it says Amber Heard's name is back to normal on Google search results for IMDb. It's fixed. Amber Heard is pooped amid the Johnny Depp trial. And if and if not that, her name is certainly at least according to a Google search and international movie database itself. So so yes, you can see it. They have a screenshot of it right here. Uh, it's incredible. And that's the least of the offensive. Uh, I, I do love that they have a picture of it here and they blotch and they blotch it out. That's not a dog. It's it wasn't a dog. So so we'll go back to what they, they were talking about here. If and Amber says, needs a reason to cry. Is everyone hating her not enough? Uh, I think what, huh. what this will if she's going to look at this positively in the future, it's that any guy she ends up with will have to love her for her and not for <laughs> she's been such exposed. a positive spin right. on the yeah. situation. She listens to you. Must be. Send her a message. Must be. Yeah. Hey, girl. Yeah. Uh, Can we tell her to wear something else? Yes. Uh, wear a long sleeve shirt. Don't yes. do drugs <laughs> in court. So it says, the, so it says nevertheless, fans around the world found a video of, uh, of Heard. I think they made Heard. Uh, Heard sniffing a tissue in a non-conventional way on social media. Uh, users uh, started making their own wild assumptions and creating theories as to, what, uh, as to what made the video go viral. So they do have it. I don't know if you guys are listening. You won't be able to see this, but I'm going to play the clip right here because this is a Twitter thing. And uh, it's literally here. She goes, uh, I, I I think she's clear. It clears the nasal passages to use menthol like that. Uh, I don't think she was snorting cocaine. I, I do also love people pointing out they think she's posing, like that she's holding the pose. Like take a picture. Yeah, of Yeah, you could see Maybe. her her eyes move downwards to where she could see people taking pictures. Oh, I'm sure. And I told you um, last week, like notice her specific because when there's the lawyer cam, that you get the side perspective from her, and she's always like. Yeah, she's looking directly at you. Also, guys. how do they know it's cocaine? It could be heroin. Who knows? Yeah, okay, well, we need a drug test. Can she, you snort that? Yes, yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> uh, many social media users believe her to sniffing cocaine during the trial. However, that is not the case. Uh, it says, analyzing the video, we see her with a tissue on her hands. She didn't take the tissue from the box. However, we'll analyze that situation later in the article. Oh her sniffs something from the tissue. The zoom image makes it obvious. Nevertheless, it is not probable that she's sniffing cocaine, as uh, rabid Twitter users point out. There is a harsh penalty for consuming or carrying drugs in a courtroom, and the security teams make sure you don't carry any illegal substances. Uh, it says, um, what is it then? It says, in the second video, we see her uh, doesn't take any tissue. Forget about these images below, uh, showing she's sniffing the tissue. Concentrate on the box and her sleeves. Uh, it seems Amber Heard takes the tissue from her sleeve and she rolls her left sleeve with so much more, with much more caution than she rolls up her right one. So this is, I mean, they pay jury consultants, image consultants, millions of dollars to make you look the most, whether right down to the color of clothes you wear on any given day to make you look the best you can possibly look in court. And she's going to have to hire the, what was the scandal? The Olivia Pope of, of trial consultants or that she'll bull on CBS with the, uh, um, Michael Weatherly, who's also canceled. Right. Uh, menthol is the secret weapon to cry on TV. Uh, when Anna Ferris visited the Late Show with James Corden, she said, "Crying sucks for actors and actresses. Crying represents a real challenge. Sometimes it's not natural to cry on set and in front of cameras." She showed that there's a crying stick that helps her cry when she has a sad scene. That's a lot of times why you see scenes with like single tear. 
because it, it, that's all it can get out of you is a single tear. Uh, there's a menthol crystal she describes while holding the object. It's kind of like Vic's vapor rub. So she has done that, and she goes and, and snorts the the. So it's because it's mentholated. It's not a it's not a powder. It's a liquid. I don't understand why this why the real situation is not upsetting enough for her to muster up a few tears. Because she's fake. Like the real situation is looking pretty bad for her well one of the yeah. interesting things about this is drug use can sometimes mask that if you're using chemicals it will mask your ability to cry because you're not in a naturally uh your, your mood is either sufficiently elevated or mm. depressed based on chemicals which makes access to your actual emotional well-being and your emotional center very very difficult to very very difficult to find there was like one of the things about going through rehab was like you actually like after you get clean you process like years of trauma or or no i guess isn't if not trauma bad things that happened to you you process yeah. years of it all at once mm. because you've been had no access to just those feelings <laughs> yeah you feel like you've just woken up so wow. it's possible that if if that's the case she might not be able to cry if she actually is using but i don't know that for sure uh, but it says, uh, the, and then Johnny Depp's fans are f mocking her for saying that she's fake crying and like doing it poorly. Uh, it says, uh, Johnny My dog stepped on a bee. He's what I'm scared <laughs> of, dude. Like, he, he genuinely has people wrapped around his yeah. fingers, present party included. You should not like, trust him any more than you should trust her, yep. uh, in, in my opinion. She, I mean, her behavior is objectively awful, but I'm wary of anyone who looks too good in any situation. Right. Like, and, I, and I ask questions. Actors. Yeah, yeah. there's two anything with two actors so, involved. It would be hilarious if this really was a simulation. After this, he gets an Oscar. Like, they give him an award, and this was all just like a... a a yes. huge psyop. Yes. Back tinfoil. Perfect. Tinfoil. Perfect. Tinfoil. It's all a psyop to keep people distracted <laughs> um, from whatever's going mm -hmm. on. Like seriously, if America ever wanted proof that they're bad, it's not. Uh, it's not all of the CIA stuff in foreign countries. Uh, it's not the way the the fact that we don't treat vets very well. It's the fact that everybody cared and discon and like disconnected from family members over uh ukraine like a month ago mm -hmm. and then a week later will smith smacks someone and now amber heard is not able to cry at trial mm -hmm. and uh all of a sudden ukraine doesn't matter uh russia doesn't matter and uh you're we have the attention span of gnats here's yeah. the new current thing that you are supposed to talk about yes and care about and now. we're in unfortunately we feed into that just by just by doing and this we're doing it right we're now. feeding right. into it so i am not i am not um the problem but we'll, but no. we'll take this chance. am i the bad guy <laughs> but nah. we'll take this chance to say that to say the problem the problem also is like they should have been live streaming the epstein the galen uh, a lot of trial. people keep pointing out that they they didn't they like, didn't why was that not because then we could all be talking about that in such a deep detail we talk about the list and all these things but we, we didn't get to talk about that because they didn't give it to us because they wanted us to talk about this silly stuff instead yep and, and that's like it's a you they point you where to go yeah. Uh, and you go there and that's and that's the problem with all this uh, I do think it's it says uh, public continues to turn on herd uh, as resurfaced video contradicts her her testimony I think this is much ado about nothing in the way this is phrased but they talk about how it says uh, uh, however, thanks to her testimony on the stand this week in trial, her new PR team is now facing an even bigger uphill battle after firing her old one. While a TikTok video of people uh, of people throwing gifts at Johnny Depp as he exited the courthouse parked, uh, at, so he got a bunch of stuff thrown at him, like gifts by people. Like that's creepy. That's creepy too. Dude, Support him creepy. or not, that's weird. It's creepy. Dane's uh, like that was me. They're gonna hit him in the head with a muffin basket. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. So it's uh, so it says. Uh, I mean, it's a bunch of poop. She said no, like Aww. bed sheets. No, just new bed sheets. 
<laughs> this week, when asked if she knew Johnny Depp before meeting him on the set of the film The Rum Diary, Heard replied, I knew who he was. I wasn't familiar. You know, I wasn't a fan of his work. I wasn't familiar with him. Uh, that's like, yeah, that's right. not really. A, it's like saying I didn't know who yeah, right. I didn't know who George Clooney was or I didn't right. know who Brad Pitt. You're lying. Yeah. It's like when they're picking the jury for the black China versus. Yeah. Kardashian Do you know who Kim Kardashian thing? is? And they're like, like <laughs> never heard of her. I've certainly never seen that tape. What? <laughs> what? What was the question? It says it says in the viral TikTok video, Heard was asked in October of 2011 in a 2011 interview promoting the film. She was uh, a fan if she was a fan of Depp, 22 years her senior while growing up. I mean, who isn't a fan of Johnny's? That's a given, she replied. He's been a cultural icon and a talented actor for since for since I can remember. That could just be PR, but I also don't buy that you didn't know who John, that you weren't familiar with him no beforehand. I think there there's like both this and the the fact that they said she was quoting movies, yes. um, but are kind of much ado about nothing. But it just proves that she's not a very good actress no and why is no one helping her craft her narrative she uh, needs better lawyers maybe depp maybe depp like right here paid them all off you right here seriously higher dane i think her her problem is that she comes from a culture of hollywood that's a regurgitation machine Mm -hmm. Um, all they do is regurgitate things because there's no new ideas in hollywood um and she is been paid to regurgitate so she might not even be conscious of the fact that she's regurgitating these things but that's her whole her whole culture is regurgitating. No, the problem's deeper my friend the problem is that she is stunning and i'm sure she's been stunning, stunning her she's beautiful what she's been stunning her whole life okay well disagree that's a you're a statistical anomaly anyway really i don't i, <laughs> I honestly i have never once thought uh, he thinks Brie Larson is she's attractive. Beautiful. These also, are also pictures of her at her lowest. Yes. So. Right. No, but I've if seen, she's I've still attractive, well, I watched. I've seen. I've seen her in things. I just don't. I haven't heard that. Listen, yeah. she but, also contributed to the ginger side by playing yeah. a redhead in in Aquaman, which, as by far the as way, I'm concerned, named Mira, na- aka Miralax. No, but let me finish but, my point. So, very sorry, quickly. she's stunning. She's stunning, and there's so you can be stunning at some points of your life. If you've been stunning your whole life. You've never had a point in your life where you've needed something else to make up for it. You know, be- beautiful people that are just beautiful, they're not funny. Mm. H- how do you work the funny bone? Where, when, do, when do you get it? When? When you're being so pretty? You don't get it. That's, uh, the, like, that's the evolution. Women don't need to be funny because evolutionarily speaking, they don't. I'm not saying women. I'm saying don't. there's some beautiful dudes that aren't funny either. And it's just like you're talking yeah. to a brick wall. Like personality. It wasn't necessary for her to be beautiful or to be funny because she's beautiful. Correct. And like, yeah. Like personality, like it it comes from fire, you know. Yeah. It comes from like mm-hmm. awkward moments where you just need to get something more out of it, you know. I actually kind of agree more with Shane in the sense that I think that the context is more that she's part of a regurgitated culture of like uh, back in the day you quoted books from classics. Now she's just she's never read the classics. She's just seen the talented Mr. Ripley uh, and that stuck it like sometimes you'll like say a phrase and you don't remember where it came from, but you know, you've heard it somewhere right. uh, and it's usually from some form of media that you've seen before. And I think that's what happened here. Like she's reaching for something that sounds meaningful and all her meaningful experiences have happened to her in, in the context of be, seeing them in movies because she hasn't lived in a world where she's need to see meaningful. Or imitating like who, yes. meaningful right. experiences. Who confronts you when they want something like that? Like, if you're the money guy, if you're the pretty girl, like, who confronts you? I think it's this is a little bit of both. Like, yes, she's totally um, been able to skate by on her looks. And also just being, like, 
moderately intelligent where she can like speak and like say sentences that make sense and sound good. She got the write, bar is she, low. Like she can't she write can she's speak. Not, <laughs> she, like, but like really no. compared to like the rest of the population, mm -hmm. I'm sure she's like better at crafting sentences than everyone else. She can't write yeah. a good op-ed, but uh, she can certainly hire someone to do and so. And she, yeah, she has been like also trained to just imitate constantly and regurgitate. But this is the this is what constantly. Brett was saying earlier about watching uh, how much of a better actor Depp is mm. is like I I also I'm like wow I'm Depp wow you're winning in my mind right yeah, but yeah. but he's just a more authentic actor and sometimes with when she is on that when she's testifying I can see like the a bigger Amber Heard behind her with puppet strings right because she has a need she she doesn't need to convey honesty that's what I'm saying like yeah she can't convey honesty because her honesty bone like hasn't doesn't been flexed that's what doesn't I'm, yeah it doesn't even exist yeah she like there. Power comes in response to a need, not a desire. Mm -hmm. Like she's never had the need for it. Right. That That's was a Dragon Ball Z quote for all the fans I out there. What's nice, up? Nice. Or she hasn't been tested on it until now. A, a good actor doesn't need to be cut around in a movie. Uh, a beautiful woman who's not a, a good actor can still be used and edited around to make look better than they are. Right. Um. I mean, male or female, like you can be, you yeah. can, be, yeah. you can be a below average actor, and they can, and they can cut around your, uh, your flaws. Right. And make you look much better. It's like than using you are. auto tune in the studio. Yes. Here, there is none of that advantage, and she's learning firsthand that, like, she wouldn't make a good transition to the stage. Which is why movie it, to stage which, she wouldn't. Which be able is to why do. it's so important to have a, a healthy court system to do these types of things where you can see if someone's being authentic or not or judge it because in the court of public opinion where she can write an op-ed that then trends that she can skate by on the false pretenses. And she didn't her, even write the op-ed. Yeah. Oh, she didn't even write no, the op-ed? No, she, she worked with an ACLU lawyer to write oh, the op-ed. Right, that's right. even that's, worse. That's so good. Like, like said, she's not even talented enough to string together great sentences. She's just talented enough to hire someone to do it for her. It's kind of like Floyd Mayweather. Can't read. I, I, I think she's all well, about memory says. and repetition. Yeah. yeah, I think she's having yeah. truly like an awakening moment where she's like looking at herself in the mirror, like truly, like she's like. God and damn. you know what? If she, I, I, I don't believe there's an ounce redemption of... upon her in the society. Like if we can see that she's changed and learned something, like that's good for her. Then I'm I, not going to continue to. Constable culture you. crisis will redeem you. We're here. I don't believe there's We're an here, ounce yeah. of introspection going on there. That I, don't, I, mean, I don't either, but I'd like with, to think there, I think there so. is with like a condition like hers. Um, it can seem like she's getting like controlled from the inside, but like the only thing that could allow her to change is like a moral turnaround. Like, like that's it. Like tweeting and the it, Pope. Well, I mean, th that's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, but this is a person who has no moral compass and no structure and no authority right. imagine if she just fires a pr team and she just shows up herself as herself she doesn't even have people working like, for her that speak up clearly to her ter ter and terrible people with her her team so stinks. her mental conditions are just going to completely control her life and do other people around her in the mental conditions or is that just being used by her and her team i do to believe she's team. mentally ill yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the the conditions that everyone's talking about weren't diagnosed by her team. They were diagnosed by his team says DID uh, or not DID, uh, uh, histrionic personality disorder and, and by and um, borderline and borderline personality, personality disorder. disorder. Uh, whereas her team says PTSD 
And so you. But know, the PTSD thing is yeah. like because she was abused by Johnny Depp. Yeah. She was. It was like, but, like every time sense. I hit him, my hand hurts right. so bad. She said. <laughs> like, a personality disorder you know is from thunk? like yeah. your upbringing, your experiences, Past and your traumas. formative years right. making you a certain way. Right. Not after you've been fed through the Hollywood machine and then married to the, one of the most the biggest megastar. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's always possible. I don't know anything True. about her upbringing. Right. I think it's likely though. Just from like hearing the recordings, how she interacts. Yeah, and, no, I like, think she was growing in a test tube in a Disney lab. Fears are. Like she may them. have been. I don't know. Yeah, well, and we'll see where this goes. But I, I, I just think there's a lot more to be said about the fact that they're he's charming people just as much as she's not charming people, and that scares mm. me yep. because I don't want either of them to be given more power than they deserve for a situation that, for the most part, should just be kept private. Like all this mm -hmm. stuff is not should never have been mm -hmm. aired out in court, anyways. And that's yeah. our legal system, really. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, but it does. Jury. It will have some interesting consequences, though. Yeah. You know, seeing how this plays out because it is as vapid as it might seem to be watching these people it's squabble a, it's a uh, it's a sign of where culture is moving towards uh, yeah. or how things are changing i do yeah. think i've seen a lot of things recently that say uh, as much as i hate to even um try and say stuff like this uh, a lot of people talk about culture turning around or pendulum the pendulum swinging yeah, back the other right. way i've seen more instances of that lately than i have before like, i'm more convinced that that's happening now than i have in the past mm -hmm. but that could also just be because i'm more even more tuned into it than i normally would be yeah so yeah, totally we'll see we'll see where it goes uh all right podluck we still don't have a theme song for podluck and there is no hannah claire here to sing a theme podluck, song. mary do you want to sing a podluck oh i guess dane filled in today <laughs> Podluck. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Dane. All right. So it says, Doctor Strange 2 fans think that the movie should have just been called a Scarlet Witch movie. And they're right. It should have actually been called a Scarlet Witch movie. Uh, That's an awesome character in like lore. Like she's like super powerful in yes. the Marvel Universe. Yep. So it says, uh, this article contains spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. These two have not seen it. Do you have any intention to see it? I can skip around. No. Okay. All right. So basically what happens is this movie ended up being, uh, it's a Doctor Strange movie that became basically uh, one quarter Doctor Strange, one quarter uh, America, Chavez. America Chavez, and one quarter uh, Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch. They just keep flipping back and forth. Between, kind, uh, I mean, like Scarlet... Actually? Scarlet Witch's storyline is she's on screen with the other actors far less okay. than uh, than America Chavez is, who's on screen with Doctor Strange far more. But in my opinion, when we gave our review for this movie, I said that uh, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch stole the show. So I wonder why they didn't just make mm. a Scarlet Witch movie, which mm. could have been very, very interesting coming off of WandaVision. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, so people were saying, like, do they just not have faith in in their female characters. I have a theory. Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. This is a character that needs setup, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, for a Scarlet Witch movie to land, you really need to get how powerful she is. And with, like, Miss Marvel, they had this issue where she was just, like, omni-powerful from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Everyone was like, get out! Like, <laughs> like, why were you doing it anyway? You had no struggle. With her, like, she's truly, like, lore-wise, that character. So they need to show her and, like, in multiple worlds and how in my opinion how she's the solution to a lot of the issues just because of her like power level and now when that's in like properly stated like they can really like focus on like now that you know her and they did that with uh wandavision with the with the with the show wandavision i kind of want to watch it because i'm not the biggest marvel fan but i'm actually a huge elizabeth olsen fan do you like, like sam raimi 
Uh, yeah, I like, Sam like Raimi Evil, a lot. It's PG. I love Evil Dead. PG, I know. Yeah. It's PG thirteen. Sam Raimi. Uh, that in sounds a lot of appealing. Ways. Did you guys both like it? I didn't yeah. see the review. She did not did like not. it. I liked it on the provision. I said if you go into this liking Elizabeth Olsen, you'll like. She's. I think she's awesome. She's a fantastic yeah. actress. And I said, and one of the reasons that I said this was I said the reason why her part resonated with me and the rest of it felt vapid and empty was because her story felt very human. It was. Uh, I mean, it's still a, a witch who who literally created children that are not her children um, from an you know from a reality that wasn't uh, that wasn't her own. Mm. But it's about wanting to be a mother which resonates with me as like somebody it's, it's a very now it's almost antithetical to what we see pushed on the world now but it's a, yeah. a woman wanting to be a mother oh, and being so fiercely rare. protective of children that are not yeah. even hers because she's deluded herself into uh, into thinking that she can make this work wow uh and so but mainly people are mad because they felt like there wasn't a lot of dr strange in there uh and it did feel like benedict cumberbatch was uh was kind of sidelined he felt in his like own... he was sharing his movie with yeah, another man and the 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 more hot take oriented people will call it the MCU, and they're right that that's exactly what this feels like right. uh, between America Chavez and Elizabeth Olsen taking over. But the funny thing is, as much as I love Elizabeth Olsen, I can absolutely tell where uh, a less um, the average person will look at this and Cumberbatch is levels above everybody else as far as actual <laughs> acting ability. He's a fantastic actor. I don't like him. You don't like, you don't like you don't? something about him bothers me. Like, I don't is it know. the fact that he's British? No, I love, I wish I had a British he's accent. He's not no. he's not Chris Carr. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, Chris um, Carr. Oh, did you see goodness. the you see Imitation Game? No. Okay. Uh, no. I he, so I haven't seen this movie of her, but I what I can say about her like she does get the whole tortured side of yeah. uh Scarlet Witch really well because she's like this rose like with thorns that you can't touch. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it says seeing as the marketing tricked us into thinking Wanda was going to be in more be more of an ally or a secondary protagonist. Some think this was the wrong approach as it meant we were prepared for a totally different experience. See they love the idea of subverting your expectations and it did they got about a third of the way through the movie where I'm like are they going to introduce an actual antagonist besides Wanda because I was wondering if they were going to try to turn it around for her by the end which they never you know they do not do uh they and i'm gonna keep uh so if, if people are still talking i'm, I'm going to talk Fast a forward. little bit of spoilers but uh, uh basically the idea is that she ends up being the bad guy in this movie right uh you know based off her desire to want to make these kids uh in an alternate uh universe uh in another part of the multiverse her own kids uh and they kind of have to use that against her at the end to to make her see that that's not possible interesting um but people felt like that they didn't you know that this everything was misleading whereas people who have seen the way marvel is going could see this coming from five miles away i mean right. I, at the very least i knew that um the screen time was going to be heavily divided because they were promoting uh, if they were if uh america chavez's character wasn't going to be that important they would have cut out the scene that they're talking the they removed a scene from china uh, china bandit oh, as yeah, did saudi arabia and all these her, other countries her seeing her mothers her two, her two moms yeah i think that if she had played if her appearance had been boiled down to a cameo they would have never risked the those markets for it right. but since she did play a more important part and anybody else who has seen where marvel is going as far as their storytelling mm -hmm. could tell that this was happening the art the issue i have is that these people are pointing out that it feels like they were tricked but then there's also this article that i found that says marvel seems to be making up for pushing aside certain female characters where they're basically equating to focusing on famous male characters was somehow also bad because you're not focusing on other like there it's never enough 
is basically what they're saying, right? Like this this article said the only this is the only way that they can write their past wrongs. They they literally refer to it as yeah. like giving the female characters more prominent roles. Yeah. What happened? Didn't they, everyone like Wonder Woman? The well that's DC. Is that DC? Oh wow. That's, that's uh, how bad I am. This um, is what anger Sorry. Do. There's incredible female characters. That's not the issue. The issue is that everything has to be so on the nose because yep. the perception of the audience is that they're so freaking dumb mm. that if everything is not chewed and then put in their mouth and then forced to swallow, it's like yeah. not acceptable. No, that's totally it. And that's my problem with so much stuff is like, it's not only vapid, it's condescending. Yeah. <laughs> You're totally right. Perfect. They do point out that the, the the girl power scene from Endgame, which is literally if you if you want to actually physically vomit from cringing, oh, you can watch the the oh, girl yeah. power scene from Endgame. It will you will recoil and run the other direction. It's that bad. That but sounds horrible. They, they they talk about that being like evidence of like tokenism with these characters. But when you start selling everything, is like they're not talking about like. People love Scarlet Witch because she's overly powerful, uh, and and I believe that the other reason, even if people don't put their fingers on, it, is that she's telling an emotional story that resonates with the average person. Right. When you're selling, when you're selling America Chavez or Kamala Khan, you're selling it on race, gender, and ideological lines, which doesn't actually resonate with living, breathing human beings who are not weirdos. Yep. People do not need to always see themselves. In, there's like I didn't have somebody to look up to. I'm like you didn't look up to your parents you didn't look like you don't need to look exactly like a character no, and they'll say that well that's easy for you to say because you're a, a straight white male oh, yeah. yes but that's because you're looking at only their sex only their race only right. their gender right. whereas i'm looking at who they were as a person dude i look up to batman because he's a tort or you look up to him but like you can look up to batman because <laughs> yeah. he took the most traumatic experience in his life and dealt with that trauma in a way that was objectively supposed to help other exactly. people you can question whether he did that well or not whether he actually did any good but it's so much deeper than surface level bullshit right you should theoretically if, if you are a fully fledged human being your what you look like your race your gender your sexual orientation should be the absolute least interesting thing about you yes yes this is why i, I spent almost 10 years in a classroom teaching creative writing and always saying like writing and reading are, are i think superpowers to empathy because you don't have to read about yourself. Yeah. You can learn to love and understand people who are vastly different from you. Mm. If you're always, because a lot of the students were much younger and they were getting to be that type of person who needed to only see one type of character. It had to be exactly like them or some marginalized group, you know, but it was like, but you're only creating like, this is the word of the day, obviously, vapid characters in your stories. And you're actually doing them a disservice on your page, right? Because you you're tr making them fill all these holes. You're painting by the numbers, yeah. which is what this movie sounds like yeah. as well, or a lot of Marvel Second movies. lowest cinema, which is hilarious because it's on, it's, it had an absolutely massive opening, $185 million opening weekend, but has the second lowest MCU cinema score ever. Uh, and the audience score, in, like in general, when What's I look the at lowest? it, uh, I think Captain Marvel could be. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It might, I think it be Thor: The Dark World. Uh, so basically, the idea is that this movie is very by the numbers and plain and boring, and it's still going to make a, a ton of money. But will it keep people coming back the week after? Narratively, it's messy. It's very messy. I understood very little of it, uh, admittedly. The focus on mind-bending reality visual imagery does not uh, lend itself to cohesive storytelling. Yeah. Um, it, I wonder, because there's always like a, th a fine line between healthy confusion and art. 
and just confusion because it doesn't make any like we were sense. talking about it like is this just on purpose like it's disjointed right. i do believe it was on take purpose you along for the ride or whatever to make but you like, feel confused as they felt confused i do believe it was on purpose <laughs> i will say this like somehow this movie made more sense than eternals like the, like Eternals made n literally no sense. Like you watch the movie, we left and we were like trying to talk about it. We're like, yeah, but but then the but, but then they get and I was like, Angelina Jolie was great. That that's all. Like the only thing I could come away from it was right. she still got a whole crap ton of charisma, and all the rest of them were charisma vacuums. So that, that like at the end, it boils down to like who was the most like uh, who had the most screen presence because right. none of the dialogue helped. Because the story any of them. wasn't there. Uh, in this one, uh, Elizabeth Olsen has great screen presence. Benedict Cumberbatch would have had great screen presence if he wasn't nerfed by uh, by the writing and the limited screen time that he had in his own movie. And it just it bugs me because it's going to make all this money. But then, like, do you do a third Doctor Strange movie, or does that one just become America Chavez the movie at that point? So I want to go hit your point about charisma va uh, vacuums because it's a great point. You know how you get there, right? So. If there is a void in someone, it's only because something ha has been inserted in them as well. Yeah. And it's because like these people and these actors understand that their role is to represent an archetype and nothing, nothing more. They don't want to represent an individual. They don't want to represent an idea. They don't want to represent anything. They're there to represent their stupid ideology that they want to force down everyone's throat. And that's why a bunch of actors and like a bunch of characters, they, they're so empty. It's because yep. like they're not you're not a character. You are a line that was discussed in a boardroom yeah. that, that mm -hmm. what we need. You're a check mark. That was then checked to make sure it was inoffensive to as many people as right. possible. Right. This is yeah. why we don't remember this type of stuff, but in terms of superhero stuff, we remember the Joker. Yeah. Right? Because that's it's not just a line. It's like someone embodied an individual. Uh, even that, I think that's more just that's because you remember Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan is for the most part allowed to make his movies. Yeah. He's not well, I was hampered also by the Joaquin Phoenix one yeah. as well. See that one, even that one to me felt yeah. that resonates with me only because it of the hoopla around it uh, in the yeah. in the time period. I don't know if I would have. It, it felt try hard to me at times. Like really? they really, it I didn't. It. It, maybe it's because I do have great yeah. connection to those specific DC characters. Yeah. That it was very plain to me that it was uh, not a that it was a regular movie that got turned in that yeah. that's almost boardroom in its own way that yeah. it was a regular movie that for the sake of money was turned into a uh, superhero uh, or a vigilante oh, story yeah. Yeah. for the sake of branding which yeah. is its own level of right I, I thought it was a great like portrait yeah. as someone who loves to read portraits if people look at uh, paintings that are portraits you know I thought it was like a great portrait despite knowing that going into it that it was like Todd Phillips cramming the joker into something that was probably jokerless i was just watching uh the original dark knight returns animated movie the other day where the the scene at the end of that where that's based where he shoots murray in the in the theater is based on uh, a scene from that original movie where the joker gasses an entire theater of like 250 people really uh yeah it's this classic it's, move Yes, like he, uh, like he, yeah. Instead of like he kills everyone, and it's not, it's not him killing the host. He, he literally kills everyone in the theater. They die laughing, and they die laughing. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, uh, there, the, there's at least uh, homage to the source material played yeah. there. But so it made four hundred. It's, it's projected to make four hundred and fifty million dollars globally oh, this wow. weekend. Um, so it's like, can we even blame them? When we're like, you know, this is stupid and bad. And then they're like, well, we just made $450 million. So we're not going to listen to you. But well, they would have anyway. Is what um, I'm but the thing is that same level of empty product doesn't work without that name behind it, which is just a statement on the corporatism of it all. Like people see Marvel and they just 
open their mouths. Yeah, it's the the <laughs> Marvel ready for slop. The Marvel stands are so weird. Like like people who love Marvel, like they have like pictures of Captain Marvel as their like intellectually and I'll tell you why though. It's because yes, I agree. Marvel is a phenomenon, and what's happening right now is that all the things that you used to get made fun of for liking now are mm. cool. And that the, there's some people Ugh. who are the harbingers of the lore. Oh my, like, just like see her, like she's like breathing. So, like, <laughs> the arbiters of lore, they feel like thus, like in this society, new societal structure, I am the mouth, the one that knows the mouth about Iron Man. So like, that's where they belong. And that's yeah, why but those people don't even love it anymore. Those people love the comics and the comics are not the movies. Those right. people, the Marvel movie fans are the weirdos from Tumblr from like 10 years ago. Those are the people <laughs> who love the movies. Right. Those people love Shout seeing the Tumblr. movie more than anyone because they can't wait to tell you why you're wrong. Well, yeah, but those people are at least funny. I, I enjoy listening to those people rip. Like, like I have like, like I collected a little bit when I was a kid. I always felt like I'm not, I was not a comic book fanatic. I was a normie mm. who has a connection to some of the characters. Same. Uh, but I'm by no means am, am a fanatic or an expert on it. But I am a fan of being faithful and respectful of source material. Mm -hmm. And well, I am a fan of people that treat uh, work that came before them. Uh, all of these people should be treating these projects as if they're standing on the shoulder of giants. And they very rarely do that. I'm not so worried about being faithful to the source material, but at least elevating it to something yeah. better. Like, I, mm, I, I love that. Watch you're asking way too much. I know. Yeah. I loved, like, for instance, Watchmen. Um, that comic i loved and when i saw the movie it was trash See the tv show i like the tv show although it was injected i know i know it was injected with some ideology we uh we allow differing opinion i mean they're wrong opinions <laughs> Dude, but we allow them okay. here you put it you put a trent reznor score on anything i'm going to like it i can't help it okay i fair love enough nine inch nails but and there was lots of scenes in that show where i was like ugh, stupid writing but there are also scenes in that show where i was like i was i felt like i was watching on you know one of my favorite directors is david lynch who's you know he only works to like confuse you so i like yeah. that kind of thing but i had moments I, I love of course you'd be watching twin peaks or something i was just about to like say that but i was like yeah. no that would be rude don't say that be rude mary <laughs> you can be rude it's come just, on this is a she safe is. space i was like what do you like twin peaks <laughs> yes i do did you ever see the killing the killing no but um i think you posted about that recently uh, uh i've oh. been i've been doing a thing where i'm so this this show beats me down so much with crap <laughs> that i've been taking to making wow, instagram <laughs> no the not mary the media <laughs> cover. the like the celebrities are so awful and the movies tend to be so derivative and basic or if not awful yeah that i've been taking to to my instagram to like post about stuff that yep. actually like used to excite me so that i can be like go and watch this show it's not i appreciate crap. it because yeah. the one thing you posted i was i put on my list of things to watch i don't know if it was a killing or not but it had the deftone song that we like oh that's the the following that's following. yes that yeah. that was uh that's a, a very good show james purefoy is in that james yeah, purefoy that looks, is fantastic. That looks pretty good um, so, oh, did you guys see that Dave Chappelle is a uh, guy got out without, uh, uh, he's got, he's uh, not out yet, but no felony charges. Justice for Dave Chappelle. Justice for Juicy. No, justice <laughs> for Dave. Uh, attacker pleads not guilty, which takes some balls. That, that's impressive. Wow. Incredible. Uh, yeah. I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Proof. I didn't do it. Source. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a source, bro. He was like, source. everyone's like. Citation needed. Yeah. So, yeah like, the sun. 
It's like the sky is blue. Uh, source. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the man who charged at Dave Chappelle on stage will come. Uh, will have to come up with thirty thousand dollars of bail before he comes out of a jail. Before he gets out of a jail cell. Isaiah Lee made his first appearance in a courtroom on Friday morning to face misdemeanor charges. Misdemeanor charges. And then my favorite part is, is Dave Chappelle isn't really guilty about this, but this is the Hollywood that loves to talk about forgiveness, and they they love their activist DAs, and they love the uh, you know the idea of. of uh, um, letting criminals go free so you end up like Portland or Seattle or something yes uh, or you get LA yep. right and and they're let off uh, without um, yeah much to say attacking Dave Chappelle is a new shoplifting so yes so mm. as long as it's $900 worth of attacking or less yeah uh, you're, you're fine <laughs> so it says Dave Chappelle's he's upset he's ups he's angry who wouldn't be you know it's it's amazing you would that who wouldn't be angry when you get attacked and then the person who attacks you is just kind of like i didn't do it i didn't do it and they're like okay mr <laughs> right. we like, know from okay, dave bye. Chappelle's specials that if this happened at his house he would have shot him with a shotgun yeah buckshot birdshot buckshot yeah. birdshot yep i at least respect that someone is willing to like take their threats and make them real instead <laughs> of like just being a troll online and saying like I'm gonna get you whatever like just what do I do with you man but in yes. that case like just <laughs> maybe res man. maybe respect isn't the right God word damn. but I, it's a it's Mary intellectually C honest Mary sees it as a right you don't have to like the action but but she says you know what they said it and they're doing it yeah they like, have don't gumption. just sit on your phone <laughs> haven't you ever oh <laughs> don't just sit on your phone and like tweet about how much you hate dave chappelle and <laughs> go like, tell him in person threats. yeah actually go like i saw mary's notes over there i saw what mary's writing it says what would will smith do yeah i what? couldn't <laughs> believe it i couldn't believe it <laughs> hey, don't look at these <laughs> <laughs> i'm not supposed to see these I saw mary them. uh just uh mary has fantastic handwriting <laughs> very jealous of mary's handwriting it's just sociopathic <laughs> it, it's very it's very i was institutionalized yeah she put out letters day. from a magazine like you're like you're you know, way too hard at that what did wills <laughs> like it's, it's very clean neat handwriting i'm very jealous yeah, that's of awesome handwriting. Um, that's, a, that's also a dying art handwriting. Yes. oh yeah my handwriting yeah. is awful oh, uh, i write with my feet the, the, so the 48 year old comedian's lawyer called on the da to rec to reconsider the charges shortly after isaiah lee pleaded not guilty to four misdemeanor counts <laughs> over the i love the idea that that weapon gets you a misdemeanor wow. of any kind uh, if you can see it on screen, wow. it's not mine. It's not. Didn't have it. Don't know. Wow. Don't know what that is. Gun with a gun with a knife. That sounds stupid. It wouldn't be mine. But uh, you can't find prints. Yeah. He's like literally a they, replica gun with a knife on it. That's stupid. They find like his his like history online, it's like how to make a bayonet. <laughs> like, like, so it says uh, the idea that Lee has a deadly weapon on him, one that was a replica of a handgun that had a knife. That is a violent assault. Uh, he added, entertainers in L.A. need to know that uh, this is a justice system that will protect them. You know what? The regular people in L.A. might want to know that the justice system is going to protect them, too. I'm just saying. Uh, there is no question that when someone is violently assaulted by another by another in possession of a deadly weapon, that should be charged as a felony. Well, not if you're in L.A., San Francisco, Portland or Seattle or places like that. Then you're just you're just a troubled yeah. kid on the wrong path, and they can rehabilitate you. He was just getting his life together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to be a little stabby through violence <laughs> to get better. This is my only way to redemption. 
It's uh, there was also I, this is old, but I, I pulled this up anyway because I'm sorry, it's ghoulish of me, but it made me giggle. Uh, it says <laughs> Dave Chappelle. I spoke to my attacker, calls him homeless guy with leaves in his hair. <laughs> like I, I do like that Chappelle shit talks to the very end. Like, oh, it's so like good. that he's not gonna like doubling and tripling. It's down so on good. It. Uh, so it says Dave. Uh, so basically, it says that the guy was complaining about gentrification. He talked about. He says, uh, "What?" He get, sorry, That's why uh, he was mad at Dave Chappelle. He's like, uh, uh, "Dude, I can't." Uh, I might not be in this one. It says Dave said he convinced the Bull Security Tuesday night to let him speak to Isaiah Lee before he was taken away. Dave says I needed to talk to him to find out why he attacked. Uh, why he attacked? Chappelle says Lee told him that it was about getting attention for his grandmother, who he said had been forced out of her neighborhood because of gentrification. Lie. He's lying. I think he's a SoundCloud rapper. He I is. think he put out a song with Chappelle's name, yes. right? Right before this happened? No, well, in like 2020. Really? Like he, he wanted some clout. Yeah. Uh, he had, uh, well, he also, like, he had, like, um, he's he's got friends that are trans, and he felt what maybe that What was he, the intention? Like, if nobody peeled him off, and he just thought, like, I'm going to stab maybe, this guy for clout, like, no thoughts. Maybe like zero it was like thoughts. One of those guns. Like we create these days. Maybe it was like one of those guns where he shoots it and a little flag comes out Bang. and says, "Please help my grandmother." <laughs> like that's, that would have uh, been great. That like would have been Joker gun. That, that, yeah, that would have been fantastic. He that's starts a, like pulling a scarf out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I like, if, if the media narrative right now in the corporate hellscape was super anti Will Smith, they would draw a direct line from this guy to Will Smith. Very few people have been willing to do that. It's ridiculous. Um, and I yeah. don't even want to say that, but yeah. but it's still it's very it's a very similar situation. Yeah, well, all the comedy clubs are now worried about that they're gonna I, I could just see them like gotta pay right. more for security no damn it that affects yeah. my bottom line so uh let them fight did, <laughs> does anybody here watch doctor who no no doctor who fans I used here to. I'm not that much you, okay so there is a new they finally got their new doctor and it literally is doctor who the hell is this i've never heard of this guy <laughs> never, never uh, seen or heard of smith nice. his name is um what was he in shooty shooty gatwa I'm surprised he was you in were able to find out how to pronounce his that. name was his name is uh, <laughs> Shudi Gatwa and he was uh, from a show called Sex Education on Netflix which like somebody else pointed out is just all shows on Netflix basically um, this is a so after a year, I really thought it was going to be the dude from Bridgerton uh, or that show it, oh my god that's like the next Fifty Shades of Grey for old ladies. That's softcore pornography. Yeah. Well, like, Hannah you guys Claire and help. I wanted it to be Killian Murphy. That's his name. You right? can't oh, give a guy with Kiki dead eyes. You can't. No. Stop hating guy. on dead eyes. You can't make dead eyes. Dead, eyes. dead eye right. He's Who's <laughs> Killian Murphy? Yeah, the scarecrow so from uh, Batman. Oh, he's great. He's um, he's Peaky Blinders. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. He's don't you a guys, Don't yeah. you guys think that would make a good Doctor? I don't he's even know who Doctor Who eyes. is, but yes, he's got dead eyes. Really? He's also about to play Robert J. Oppenheimer in the. Wait, Nolan is this dude even Ooh. British? He. Uh, I, I, he's Australian. Uh, he's Australian. <laughs> All that people want is an actual British actor and, and preferably no. a man. Yeah, so like we'll it, see. I have no like I said I have no connect like I don't really care about Doctor Who anymore. Yeah. I, I've long stopped caring about it. But it's uh, at the very least the guy shows a lot of like in his comments he talks about how much he loves the franchise and he wants to respect the franchise. Uh, he's not talking about identity politics, which is right. encouraged. I mean, it's only been his first announcement, so there's plenty of time to ruin that and right. start. Well, sure, it. maybe he hasn't, but, but it's just it's so contrived but, and right. predetermined. Also, yep. uh, Russell T. Davies is back in charge of the show, uh, and uh, he's the he's the one who uh, he's the one who made it. Really oh, okay. Uh, so, so that's a good thing. So he took it back from Chris Chibnall and basically said that uh, Chibnall fully believes that he's going to ignore all of the retcons. 
uh, meaning hopefully the timeless children, uh, the timeless child storyline gets nixed, uh, and we don't have to have that horrific uh, um, retcon of where the doctor comes from. I don't know if that's too much to ask, but doubt. Uh, but yeah, press X for doubt. Uh, so we'll see. Who's good. The guy's credits. It's uh, he's gonna. Oh, he's gonna be in the Barbie movie with uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, he's gonna be like. Ken's friend or something. You, I don't yeah. know. Uh, so I don't I know who. You know there was a Barbie movie. There's going to be a Barbie movie. It's going to be so good. Come Barbie. on, Barbie. Let's go. We Barbie. should review that. Yeah. They said not that have the song. <gasps> they said the song won't be in there. Yeah. You believe it? Why would they even do the movie if you can't use <laughs> at, at least yeah, the ending right? credits? You, at least you, you would think they would use it for the ending credits. How do they not get the license Come to that? Well, I don't. I don't think they want to. Um, Why? So the other, uh, the other one that I would have liked was I don't know if any of you watched iZombie. There was a show called iZombie. It was based off an obscure Vertigo comic uh, from back in the day. And there's a character in there, and the actor's name is Raul Coley. Uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name, but he's fantastic, and he would have been. He's quirky enough. He could have pulled that character off uh, in his stoic moments. Stoic in his quirky moments. Very quirky hmm. uh i think he could have done the comedy and the drama bits pretty well but he was listed on like they have the the lists of people who they thought would possibly be it a lot of people thought it was going to be uh was uh, michael sheen um, oh, yeah. that was never going well, to happen if they, if they run out of people to cast there's a whole lot of old creepy white guys that are getting canceled right now in yeah Hollywood. If, if just they, get them uh if they need frank. like uh get yeah. frank and get, bill him oh no get fred savage and just make get fred, get fred savage and yes. remake uh, uh torchwood when they made that horrible season of torchwood and oh, i didn't in, see that but we should they should do doctor who meets the wonder years they they could do that <laughs> if you wait a year you can get either of you two after you've been canceled yes perfect. that's perfectly <laughs> what's going to happen i i wonder if they'll bring back uh, uh john barrowman for for his role in, do you, do you, did you ever see torchwood he no. plays captain jack harkness on the show no. and he's on Torchwood which was an extremely like if you watch it now like I never realized how you were talking about Bridgerton being really horny oh my god it's, uh, yeah okay Torchwood it's like OD Torchwood like, was yeah, like crazy really bad Torchwood was the original progressive horny show in sci-fi I mean like the, the title alone guys uh, so uh, I would have liked to see John Barrowman come back he got canceled recently for not canceled he got basically told like he like used to pull his Stuff out his, his on set wood? to make people laugh. His torch wood. Yeah, that's basically. so funny. Yeah, isn't that like he's like I was just trying like, to make people okay. laugh. Like you they know, were crying, their dog died. Yeah, it's, I had to hey take man, it out. I have a friend just like that. Oh, no, I you, you know, oh yeah, <laughs> perfect. May I never meet him? You won't. <laughs> you won't. So uh, we'll see where that goes. But Doctor, I mean, I have no, I have no, I don't care about die. A lot of these franchises, the ones I did care about have been bled dry of me to care. The thing about so. Doctor Who is it's got so many seasons. It's yeah. So it's like, I, and I, for me, like I kind of want to have to start at the beginning yeah. and I'm not going to invest all the time. No way. To start yeah. The old like a thousand seasons, seasons are boring. You don't are need to watch Maybe old. People will hate me for saying that, but they are. No, no, no. Where would you start? If, if New Who. Season nine. Season nine. Why would they hate okay. you for saying something so brave? <laughs> because she loves David Tennant, I'm sure. Uh, David Tennant came after that. Matt Smith, or after, yeah. Tennant was season ten. 10 yeah. yeah. You okay? So you're a fan of what? Uh, I forget his name. Uh, it was Matt Smith before him or after? No, I, uh, Matt Smith came after David Tennant. Eccleston. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, I want to shove you both in a locker right now. I swear to God, I want to bully you. For I'm, I'm not a human. I, I apologize. I like oh Doctor God. Who in middle school. Sorry. I was uh. never a huge Who. Like I feel like mine is more like secondhand feeling bad for people who do care. <laughs> Like that's <laughs> okay, perfect. Like He's I'm just, just trying not to get I'm, in a locker. I'm an empath, <laughs> and I just feel. <laughs> <laughs> 
famous last words. <laughs> Good job. I, I like er, any time somebody says that, I just go nerd. Oh <laughs> like, my god! You don't know what you've just done. It was a joke. I know, I know, but oh. I made you laugh, dude. Oh my god, that's my <laughs> girlfriend's line. I'm an empath. <laughs> And she's a she's a bread stand, and you just made fun of her. This is the she best. Said, wait, she said that unironically. Yeah. Oh, I, I love her to death. I love Aww. you, baby. <laughs> but, but she's a bread stand, and like that's her catchphrase. So like the fact that you just shat on her indirectly is hilarious. Dan will be back next week to talk about how it's like being. I'll singular. be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, he's gonna hide this episode from yeah. her. Yeah, like sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, coming today and, and dealing with... Actually, this kind of feels like the first actual crisis episode. There was a lot of crisis going on yeah. in this episode. Very doomsday. It's great. I love Talk. that. I told you not to bring them. That it's, it happens. It's, it's having the inverted world I, I try. Energy. It's the only thing I think about is doom and doom, crisis. Doom and That's why you're perfect for this show. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're perfect Thanks for, for having me. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. I'm Shane Cashman everywhere. Everywhere, literally everywhere. Literally, MySpace, Friendster, Hot or Not, and whatever else there is. Perfect, dude. Perf I see. I see. I tell everyone just catch me on Venmo. <laughs> yeah. Are true. you on Live Journal? <laughs> I'm still oh. there, probably. Are you on Napster? Uh, oh man, <laughs> definitely Napster. Livewire. Livewire. Yep. LimeWire. Even LinkedIn. Livewire yeah. is Mountain Dew. LimeWire was. <laughs> LimeWire. Yep. Yes. All of it. Fine. Are you on Club Penguin? <laughs> no, but I am now. Uh, yeah. One second. <laughs> <laughs> find me on world star tell, oh, yeah. <laughs> tell everyone uh what's coming up with inverted world before we go should i say it i'll say it now why not whatever Inver you can inverted world book july 12th it's coming and we'll be releasing our videos and the podcast sometime next month to go along with that huge and um if you're mm -hmm. into treasure hunting ghosts aliens me getting death threats drama all over the place in a small town down south Come check us out. Tales from the Inverted World. We should have our own version of like JR, like Joe Rogan has the JRE Companion podcast. <laughs> we should have our own like oh, Inverted that'd World. That'd be dope. Inverted yeah. World Crisis. We'll yeah. do a merge. <laughs> uh, I'm down. We could, we got IRL. Yeah. <laughs> Dane, where can they find you? Well, little do you know, I can actually now be found. What? I know. <gasps> this what? is a big day. This is an auspicious moment. This really is a big day. So I opened my Twitter. So he you opened get, the floodgates. I know why. Because, because I told they, him to yeah, unlock yourself. It's weird. They, they've literally. Why are we so unlocked up? Every week, I just make my sweet bread like uh, be like awkwardly okay. try to yeah. get away, get through the, the this portion of the show without mentioning the fact that I just skipped Dane. Yeah, and, and like because he asked me to. He, I asked him to, yeah. and like he comes off bad, and it's my fault. <laughs> Guys, uh, follow me if uh, should you choose to. I wouldn't not take it personal if you don't. Uh, at Twitter at Dane Font. That was beautiful. You did that perfectly. It's like you've been doing it every day. And I just want to say one more thing. So I also work in the Inverted World project as well, and we have so much fun there. It's a great project. Check Inverted World on Spotify. Check Inverted World on YouTube. Subscribe. Check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. It's a great show. If you're into, you know, like introspective, like research and paranormal and all that good stuff, guys, this is it. If you just shit, put your hate for Shane Cashman aside, <laughs> put your hate for Shane Cashman aside, as I do. Like, really. They like, can't do that. I mean, try. If I, hey, I met the guy. If I could do it, 
you can do it. <laughs> so, like, really, like, subscribe to Vernon Wolf, subscribe to the Pop Culture Crisis, and, and follow me, lol. Yo, yeah. we are grateful to be here. For real. I am so grateful to be here talking to you guys and doing what we do. My this bros. Awesome. My yeah. bros. And if you're and an empath, Mary's our bro. As well. Mary is a bro. Mary is our Mary's bro. Mary's a bro, yeah. dude. <laughs> She's giggling. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I'll deal with it. She's like, I'm pretty rigid on my gender roles. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sold on inverted world. But anyways, you guys can find me on Instagram at closerkitty. And whenever I post articles on the timcast.com website, I promote them there. Thank you so much. Awesome. Guys, you, you can Dan. follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. Uh, remember, youtube.com slash popculturecrisis. We are going live about a week from now on Monday the 16th. We are very, very excited about that. Uh, are I'm, you guys I'm, ready? Because uh, we're not. I'm, uh, I'm pray actually, for us. <laughs> I'm more terrified than excited, but you know, that's, that's it goes. Uh, What's it, the worst that could happen? Oh, I've, I've seen the worst that can happen, and it's bad. My <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was it, in this studio it, this morning. Uh, it tends to happen right here before we go live. So uh, uh, follow us on YouTube for now. The segments are going up. We'll, we, we will be putting out segments along with the live. Live, you know the full live video as well uh, like the videos leave comments on the videos subscribe to the channel it means the world to us Mary will read all of your comments every last one she loves the hate comments she, I, I like, I I like what they call Brett spicy little Latina yes <laughs> I saw that one I was like I've been what I've seeing it a lot <laughs> and also I hope that Mary doesn't stab Brett to death yes I hope so too because uh <laughs> So does that make me Latinx? I have no idea. Le yeah, Latinx. Okay, all right. I, I bestow you. I th thank you. Thank you. Uh, so where the hell was I? Okay, YouTube, subscribe, leave comments, all that stuff. I did that part. We're still on Spotify. You can listen to the whole podcast there, start to finish. Listen to it on your way to work if, you, if you'd so please. It would make me very happy. We're also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. And there's more here, right? Yeah, social media. We are on social media. We are on Twitter, at popculture underscore show. Dane will find you there along with his now open Twitter. We are on uh, Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod and then on Facebook and TikTok, which will make Dane very happy. And that is at Pop Culture Crisis there. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.